You ready? Start the show? Yeah, totally. I thought we were on. Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 224. And the wait, we go. Oh, Rachel, get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my job. I'm a more breaker. Rick Flair needs a boy about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock, so take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 224 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, as always, at Michael J. Putty, joined by Mark Schwann. Mark, welcome back, buddy. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, we're dropping the Hollywood assassin, we're dropping the your favorite actor, we're just gonna just say Mark Schwan like I'm just some schmuck. Hey, you are a schmuck. Two, you're not my favorite actor. And three, I was gonna lead that into you going back to Hollywood as you went back to work now. I was gonna make oh. it a positive thing, but now you're being an asshole, now you're exposed. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> so uh Mark, we come on the air with some like tossing our intro chat out the window. R I P uh, R B G. Yeah, Sad wow. News. So we, uh, as our loyal listeners know, we record on Friday nights. And yeah, news broke out just not too long ago about RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, for those that don't know, uh, passed away today. Sad. It's not, not necessarily just sad a loss for, for Washington, D.C., but for the country as a whole. You, you don't really hear too often, like, especially nowadays, about like, um, woman who's so opinionated with her views but at the same time was able to cross over and still be friends with the other side if yep. that makes sense very well respected very i guess old school as you can say because it wasn't as partisan as it was these days right right and and even um even donald trump i i, I hate to get so political on here you know we know he's very opinionated he's very uh he's very pro-republican on on you know, when he found the news on the air, a reporter brought it up to him, like, shortly after um, his rally. And you could tell, like, he it hit him pretty hard, too. Like, he had nothing but respect and nice words to say for RBG. Yeah, it was weird to see him like that. Like, you, you don't see, like, uh, him being, like, uh, sensitive in a way like that. But you could tell that he was, like, taken yeah. aback. Like, he, he was a loss for words. So he went yeah, back to his, it, he went back it, to his it, clutches. It like, actually hit him. He went back to the cliche lines everyone's going to be saying. But uh, he couldn't think of anything else. Like, very rare you get someone like that, especially the president of the United States, thrown. And, um, right. Well, but right. Said, like, he, you said, know, he said I, the right things, and it's very rare for this. I, I think it's one thing if, like, if you were just to read a word to what he said. I mean, yeah, it just, just sounds like, oh, okay, he's just – those are just words. But, like, you know, I actually – you know, I saw that interview, and I was like, oh, wow. You know, he, he actually had an emotional yeah. response. You can see the wheels turning in his head, like, oh, my God, what should I say? <laughs> yeah, because his uh, chief of staff wasn't there. Yeah, so in uh, his credit, he did he did a good, good job, and um, can't say that too often. But well, well done. Yeah, you know, but then again, honestly, I mean, not to get so political on here, but you know, no, I, no, of I, course I, not. Try to stay away from that as I, much as possible. It, 
try to stay away from it, but you know, um, she rests in peace. My thoughts and prayers are with her family. She, as I understand, she, uh, she had her loved ones by her side as she passed away. Sad, sad day for the world. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, we go on and on about her accolades and what she's done for this country, but you know, like for those who know, they know. And for those yeah, who don't, of like, but of course, please it's, educate yourself. <laughs> I mean, she fought as hard as she could, but bad timing, man. It, now we're going to see one of his ugliest political battles, and I'm really tired of seeing ugly political battles, but now it's going to be all over the news for the next couple months. And uh, Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of controversy right now. She can just hold um, on a little I, bit longer, a little bit, couple more months. I'm glad, like, you know, I, I, I hate to see the media uh, on both sides, uh, like, you know, the Republican and the Democrat side um, already politicizing this. Oh, I, I understand. I, I understand. Like you know, there, there are grave consequences for what just happened here, as far as like you know, with the election right around the corner, and you know what what's uh, Trump going to do next? What's McConnell going to do next? I, there's a lot of questions out there, but you know, like you know, celebrate her life. You know, it was well, a long no one. She, there's no questions. She fought so valiantly. Like you know, give give it a day. At least respect for the family. They already said they're going to go through with it. Legacy. No, I, I know so, that. They're, they're like they're not even wasting but it's time. Just, it, it's just both sides. I, I, I don't know. Just yeah. I was like, when I heard tomorrow. that, I like, couldn't wait till tomorrow. Talk about tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like just yeah. Give us a day, a night. Yeah, you know this. You know the debate was coming, but just, give me a couple of hours. Let me digest this. No, I know. I mean, listen, it's going to be a hot topic going to the debate, and it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's already been an ugly election. It's it's going to get even uglier. Yeah, it sucks. But thankfully, we have wrestling to distract us, Mark. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, everyone, to bore you with such awful news here. But yeah, let's let's go into some wrestling news. How about that? It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Mark, you ready to get into some news this week? Yeah, man, I'm definitely ready for this. All right, so first off, yo, whoa, whoa okay, wait, wait. Actually, um, it's a new season, right? Yeah, season five, baby, season five, staying alive. Season five, man. Let's, Let's switch it. it up a Let's... bit. Let's okay. switch it up. I, I want, I want, I have some stuff for you. I have some news here, and uh, I want to ask a question. Oh, really? So just throwing my work of all week out the window? Okay, Mark. Yeah, yeah, right. dude. Let's just switch up. Try something new. All right, Mark. Whatever you, whatever you say, Mark. Not like a true right, show. Here we go. Yeah, no, I I work hard in this. <laughs> you better have. It's not fucking easy to do. <laughs> All right. So, news today. Ronda Rousey seems to be teasing a possible return back to WWE. Uh, it was over Twitter. Uh, apparently, Twitter, they, uh, on WWE's Twitter account, uh, they posted a match of her and Natalia. And Ronda Rousey responded to that, teasing a possible return there. And Natalia responded back, talking about a possible rematch now ronda rousey just recently trained with jtg and teal piper who is uh as everyone knows roger piper's daughter does wwe need ronda rousey right now <sighs> it's a tough question to answer mark personally i don't care about ronda rousey wow never have never will i i, pre- I watched that ronda rousey documentary on the network and it made me more open to her impact on the business no, I don't want to see her back. But you asked me that the WWE need her back. The answer is yes. That woman's okay. Living- I respect that. 
That women's division took a huge hit when Becky Lynch left. You got Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte. Charlotte Flair still on the shelf. You know, it, it, their women's division isn't the strongest right now. They need a superstar. And let's say superstar overall because Brock Lesnar left as well. They got Roman Reigns back, but there's no that huge superstar that Ronda Rousey was. So do I want to see her back? No. Do they need her back? I, I absolutely believe so, yes. Now, when did she come back? I, I would assume they would hold off until there's some news of a live crowd, but because I don't know how her reaction, the reaction would be coming back to the Thunderdome. Right. I mean, I know there's talks about um, after their contract is up, I believe it's October uh, with Amway to possibly do some outdoor venues, kind of like what AEW is doing. Uh, but of course, it'd be in the southern states because at that point, yeah, it'd be true. too cold to go up north. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, Putty. I, I think Ronda Rousey, you would have to wait for some sort of a live crowd to get that pop, to get that reaction, because you're not really going to get that on the Thunderdome unless you just, like, you know, pipe it in. you uh, pump, yeah, you pipe it in. Uh, I, I, what I do disagree with you on is, um, well, of course, it's your opinion that you're, doesn't seem that sound like you're a fan of Ronda Rousey's in-ring work at WWE. She, I personally was. She, she was. she was getting better, but just, like, never bought into her like i said i was i was more appreciative and respected the fact of what she did following the documentary but i, I never got it bought in on ronda rousey but you did was apparently. it was it her her in-ring work or was it her character uh, what was it for you yes both i think i was more into ronda rousey when her later months when she was heel it was more mm, natural it felt like right. the whole baby face thing where she just come out and smile yeah. Her baby face promos weren't really that great. Um, it's just, she didn't do anything for me. It was a, You could tell it was a stunt. You knew she wasn't going to lose. She kept winning and winning and winning. Her matches became predictable. Then she came bad. There's a little more edge to her. As you said on the show multiple times, heels are better characters. And uh, it, she, and at that point, her ring work was better. Her my skills were better. But overall, it's just, okay. I feel like her in-ring work was always on point, uh, especially for someone that had little time to train in the ring. Uh, I feel like she was a natural in there. I feel like she was an excellent seller. Now, yeah, I, I do agree. She, she was good selling. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I do agree with you about her character work in the beginning because that's not who she is. No. You know, she's, she not, yeah. she's not a face. You know, she she's a natural heel. If, if anyone paid attention to her work in UFC, I mean, she wasn't well-liked. She was well-respected. She wasn't well-liked because she talked shit. Yeah. And, you know... That that's her game, and I didn't also didn't yeah. like at the end when she was quote unquote shooting on her YouTube show. I loved it. I was like, I loved it. It, it got people talking, man. I don't, need, I don't need to hear this. Like we know, what are you trying to what are you trying to do here? I feel like it was a good angle. I I, I feel like obviously it was approved by the higher ups. You know, yeah. it, it, she does have actually a huge amount of respect for the industry. She always has. She still does. Uh, I, I just feel like it was a good way to switch things up. It got people talking, uh, whether it was good or bad. It got people actually against her as well because, you know, she did and she still does have a strong fan base, you know, but like, you know, in order to get, um, you know, people against you, how else do you get wrestling fans against you or, or your strong support group against you than calling wrestling fake mm -hmm. as a legitimate badass fighter? I, I think that was a smart move. I think Ronda Rousey is a very smart woman. She knew what she was doing. Uh, did some people in the back maybe take offense to that? Possibly. Uh, did wrestling fans take offense to it? Most definitely. But at the end of the day, you know, what people wanted to see then was get her at, see her get her ass beat. And she lost to WrestleMania. So job well done. 
Uh, Ronda Rousey, I think she is a marquee name. She's a marquee talent. I think WWE could definitely utilize her, especially with the reasons what you just said. And I think even with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair on the roster, I, I think you know Ronda Rousey coming back only helps because guess what? You know we could possibly see that one-on-one rematch with Ronda Rousey and, and Becky Lynch. You know, just see what happens. Uh, I, I would, I'd be all for it. I think your fans will be into it as well. We'll find out. There's only a rumor. We, we don't. We don't know if she's coming back. There's a speculation. We don't point. know, but she's she's playing her games out there. So I, I think she doesn't do anything by accident. No. You know, and the fact that it's released that you know that she was training with JTG and and Teal Piper, uh, I, I think that's not an accident either. So I think it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, in other news, Melina. We might be seeing her return back in WWE. Reportedly, she signed a contract with them. Can't wait. Uh, it's not known which branch she's going to be a part of as of yet. Uh, but with her coming back and with Wade Barrett signing a contract to WWE, uh, I think it was a one-year deal right now with him being on commentary for NXT. And then, yeah, also have Thunder Rosa uh, working with AEW. What does this mean for the future of NWA? James Storm's now gone. James Storm is gone, too. I actually yeah. did not pick that up. It means not good things, Mark. Not good things. Right. I mean, th- th- those are four big names right there. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this. It's okay. Dana shut down for health reasons, of course. I guess they haven't found a way to come back. It's not looking good. It's, it's not it's looking not. good. Unless they it's do some not. sort of partnership with AEW and um, to hold them over. I don't see them coming back from this as they where they were now. Because they were building up steam with NWA Power on YouTube and Facebook. They was, were. They were, and they had some good talent in there, too. They, it was a mix of good of veterans and some younger yeah, talent. They were signing there. good people. The product was good. They were making waves, Mark. They were making waves to come back. Yeah. I, I love that, like, the old-school awesome. vintage style that they had going on. Yeah. Like, it, it felt cool. Much like you were talking about the uh, uh, XFL failing because of this. You know, they were just getting started. Really, if you think about it, just getting started again. And they mm-hmm. couldn't um, They couldn't outlast it. I don't know what happens with their championships now. We'll see Nick Aldis. In AEW yeah, now? That, that, that's another name that I want to think about. Like, Nick Galdis, does he go to AEW? Does he follow his wife to WWE? Like, you know, what what happens here? And I remember the uh, NWA championship was the championship of WCW. It was a championship of yeah. TNA for a while. So they do they find right. another it, promotion it, it, to hold their championships it, for a while? That's why this is so this is so important. Because NWA, whether you follow them or not right now, you know the name at least. NWA has such a long history in wrestling. And if this folds right now, it, it, I think that's a big loss in wrestling, personally. There's a reason that belt hasn't been updated, because it's iconic. Everyone knows exactly. what the championship belt looks like. Exactly. That, that's like updating Lambeau Field. That's like, yeah. if they got rid of that, that's like tearing down Yankee Stadium. I, you know, when they did that, that, that crushed my soul. Yep. You know, I'm not it, a Yankee it, fan, it, and it crushed my soul. Right. So there's no wrestling it, world without the NWA championship. It's going to be there somewhere. But will it be on NWA Power? I don't think so. It's looking highly unlikely at this point. I mean, the longer the NWA Power stays off the air, uh, it just doesn't seem like they can hold on too long because talent is they're just losing talent by the minutes, it seems like. And I'm not a and I Mark, you can answer this question better than I can about production. Like didn't seem their production value was that high. It was in a small studio, the set wasn't that expensive, there wasn't bright lights, pyro, fancy lighting. So it's not like they're gonna it lose. It was it was old school though. It it was it was a nice throwback, yeah. An alternative, uh, as opposed to like what you're seeing, um, you know, every day during the week. So I'm surprised they can't do something with like no crowd or put something together like that. I, but 
Well, it, it comes down to, you know, with, with Logano, with what happened, you know, it, it's just, it, it was just one controversy after the next, especially with like, you know, it started with Cornette and it just tumbled down from there during the speak out movement. Yeah. When White Barrett signed, when he went in the audition for NXT, I'm like, that can't be good. And yeah. I was there. Okay. Yeah. And I, so I don't necessarily know what happens, man. Like, I, I think the only way uh, you touched on this earlier before that NWA may survive at this point is if they have a partnership with AEW. I think that's it. Yeah. It, it, it seems like they have that the door, door open right now with yeah. Thunder Rosa because it's not to say Thunder Rosa is exclusively signed to AEW. You know, it, no. it's a, they have a working relationship. It's, it's almost like in the Premier League that she's on loan right now. Basically, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. It's a day to day contract per, per appearance. Yeah. It's called. Right. And the fact that she defended this past week her uh, NWA championship on AEW Dynamite, I, I think that's that's a huge deal because when, when was the last time you really saw that? That's Anytime, what I'm like, really, like, that's what I'm saying. That they maybe they'll align themselves with a smaller promotion and have that promotion's championship be the NWA championship, like they did with WCW and, and uh, TNA. They can't do that. With I, AEW. I, think w- I think if AEW was just starting out, they could have made that deal, something like that. But I don't see them doing that with AEW with the championships anyway. I, but I, I think don't they're, they're going to land somewhere. We'll see them back once this pandemic is done in some form or fashion. It's going to take a couple of years to come back to where they were. But I think they'll be back. Like by its by itself, like yeah, on their we, own legs. Yeah, you have a uh, smashing pumpkins guy. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the money. He, he's got the uh, experience. He was with Impact for a while. So I think he knows what he's doing. Listen, he's, I mean. The longer they stay out of the game, though, the, the talent—they're just—they're going to leave. They're already leaving. Yeah, you sign, you know, sign new talent. Just, you get new talent. New guys are coming up. There was no talent. Who, who did AEW sign? A bunch of indie guys. And a couple, but they games. also had strong veterans. Just like NWA, they lost their veterans, which is a big deal. And Thunder Rosa is a huge up and comer. Like, always, Chris always... Jericho. Chris Jericho just named the top five rising stars of AEW. Thunder Rosa is one of them. There's always going to be veterans somewhere, Mark, looking for a job. I have. Uh, well, they did it once. They could do it again. NWA we shall Power see. 2.0. We shall see. Uh, in other news, Diana Perosa finally signed an official contract with Impact. I mean, it only took it only took since May. She's been working without a contract with them, but she is their Impact Women's Knockout Champion. Excuse me, the, the Impact Knockout Champion. She, she was rumored to be leaving uh, come October, which is why it looks like the Impact made the move to sign her. Uh, as of right now, Alex Shelley mm-hmm. and EC3, they're currently rumored to be working without a contract right now. Yeah. Is this a bold move by Impact just allowing them, this, these marquee names, be working without contracts to work in pretty much a, a handshake agreement? Yes and no, because, I mean, where else are they going to go? EC3 got released by WWE. He's not going to go back there. Oh, it's not like he's going, but there's, it's not like there's no other promotions. Yeah, Impact's his home. I think he. He wants to be there. He can excel there. He can thrive there. They know what to do with him, as we've seen five years ago. So I think that, I think that's a safe bet. Alex but Shelley, who's I don't to know. say that? A, who's to say that AEW doesn't offer him some more money? You know, you see, you see, obviously who's a bunch of veterans. Him? I mean, true. He seems like a loyal guy, upstanding guy. Much but like money um, does talk. Eric Young. Yeah, it, it, Eric money Young at the end of the day, money and security does talk. But in, at the same time, you also see your colleagues that you shared the locker room with at WWE, uh, and you see them very happy over there at AEW, and you're getting more security over there. I mean, you you would be thinking, the, and, and, the, and and it's a happy locker room that, impact as well. On top of that, you know, yes. So a, a, EC3 he knows impact pretty well, 
loyal guy, but where's the loyalty back? You're not going to give me a contract after all the time I spent over there? Really? They're working on it. I'd be thinking. I'd be thinking if I were him. Well, you're a selfish asshole. There's no loyalty in your bones. I'm very loyal, but I also have a family to think about. I think it's fine. Bold, yes. I don't think they have anything to worry about. I think they're doing this because they have nothing to worry about. I think the only reason why it's working right now for them to do this is because it's a middle of a pandemic. Absolutely. If there was no pandemic, there would be a contract. They would have the money coming in. There would be a contract, a willing offer on the table. That Now they don't know what's going on. They don't know the future. They got to be careful with the money right now. Does this also say a little bit more about Impact's financial standing? Because I was wondering. I was wondering how the hell Impact was affording all these names coming out of WWE. This is clearly how. Maybe. Smart move then, because it's working. The ratings are up. People are right. eyes are on impact right now. So once this is over with, the money starts flowing. I'm assuming people will be rewarded handsomely. This, this, this is also, also not a new thing. People have been wrestling for promotions on handshake deals for centuries. A little exaggerated for decades. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, Stu Hart did it many times with Stampede Wrestling. The handshake deal. WWE has done it a couple no, times. But, this is 2020, putty. I mean, yeah, it's also a pandemic. Right now, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't do anything without a contract. Apparently you do, Mark. Especially with pandemic, and there's no money coming in. Especially with Impact, you're, they're on the network they own. They own the network they're on, so it's not like there's too much money coming in. I think it's fine. I think we're all fine. I think you're making a mountain out of Mole Hill, you AW Mark. Leave my Impact guys alone. We're good. <laughs> don't try to stir. What's this we? Did you sign with Impact? Don't try to stir the pot. Are okay? you backstage correspondent? We're fine. We're fine. I got some talks in the works. I'm going to maybe a per appearance deal. I got a handshake coming. Okay. Of course, you would definitely work for a handshake deal. Work for a lot more. Not than me. You. Of course not. Not me. You, you I guys those guys, me. There's, there's no heart. There's no loyalty. You're a greedy son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm very loyal. You just that, that's why you can loyal. afford your little penthouse you get or the, the high rise you got there. <laughs> yeah, well, look at me and look at you. Rather look at myself. <laughs> I, well, I, I can sleep at the, night. I can I can go to bed with my head on my bed on my pillow. I sleep I sleep great, man. I sleep very good. I, I have UGG sheets. I have UGG pillow. I sleep fantastic. UGG. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the news, buddy. Thank you for letting me take it over uh, for today. Going on to uh, TV takedown. Did you watch any TV? I watched everything. Mark, did you? I watched everything except for SmackDown. I'll be real. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Mark. What do you have that wasn't related to SmackDown since you missed SmackDown? <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like I missed too, too much. You missed SmackDown. the business, Toddy Whitey's. I mean, what are you talking about, Mark? Right up your alley. I saw, I saw a gif of that on Twitter. I, I, I saw all I need to see. <laughs> so... I gif, gif repeats itself, so I bet you watch it multiple times, huh? <laughs> no, I did not. Mm-hmm. Oh, once is all I needed. So my takedown of the week goes to AW Dynamite. Uh, that backstage or parking lot brawl, you want to call it, between the best friends and proud and powerful was phenomenal. That was probably the best parking lot brawl I've seen since I don't even know when. Jim Ross called it himself, actually. This is probably the best one he called. Um, just nothing gruesome violence and i i really actually enjoyed the ending there with orange cassidy i had a feeling at some point he would show up but the way he did was it was right on brand and it it all worked out really well so kudos to all four or five men i should say uh that were involved in that uh 
easily stole the show. Putty, you don't seem impressed. Mark, I I turned on NXT. It was a commercial. Flip over AEW. Put it on my background. Cleaned up around the house. Wasn't really paying too much attention. Sat down on my couch, ready to watch some TV. The main event, a parking lot brawl between LAX and best the best friends. I'm like, okay, Probably why? Not. Why am I going to watch this? Is there some sort of rivalry I don't know about? Who cares about this? There is a rivalry. Yes. Switched over NXT. NXT's main event, Damian Priest defending the North American Championship against Timothy Thatcher. If you voluntarily chose to watch AEW's main event over NXT's main event, you're not a wrestling fan. You like violence. You like to see people beat each other up because what they did on NXT was a wrestling match. Classic championship wrestling match. NXT parking lot. I didn't need to watch the parking lot brawl to know there was no wrestling moves involved. It was a beatdown. I've seen plenty it of parking lot brawls. It was a beatdown. Beat it, it told a story. You wanted to see there was violence. There no story involved. There was no wrestling involved. It, it led up to that. Wow, are we really going there? There was no if wrestling. Not a wrestling fan. I love wrestling. Well, so like apparently you like to see just violence and you just said it. You want to see violence, and people beating each other up. But is it? Listen, what a great a, wrestling match I watched on NXT. I don't. I don't necessarily like the violence if it doesn't tell a story. This told a story. <laughs> this came full circle here. Hey, just because you don't watch Dynamite, you don't necessarily know. You just admit yourself. You didn't necessarily know there was no, a story. No, like, I, I just I tried to keep up as much as possible. Like, okay, I know there was the viral between Orange Cassidy and Trish Jericho. But LAX and these guys, I'm like, I don't know. Well, best, well, proud and powerful. They're part of the inner circle. And best friends are part of what, where they're, they're grouped with Orange Cassidy. So this, this was an ongoing thing. And this led up to this. And I thought he told the story very well. It was just weird. Like, now, with, with, with Thatcher and Priest, I saw the match. I have to say, a little bit overrated. Of course. You know, I, 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 listen, I, I am all for good wrestling. I just, I don't know what it is, man. I can't buy into Thatcher. Is he technically sound? Absolutely. But I just cannot get invested into him. Oh, he's slow and boring. He's very slow, he's, very old he's school. Slow and boring. We're not something we're used to these days. What's a style that you have to respect and appreciate? I, listen, I respect a slower style. I listen. Hollywood Mark Schwann has a rivalry with Darius Carter, right? With Satsushi Squat. Okay, bring this but, up. Okay, good. You gonna challenge him? But I respect Darius Carter and his ability in the ring. I I think he is technically probably one of the most gifted wrestlers I've seen in the ring live. Absolutely. I, I, I could see why Darius Carter is in the PWI 500. I could see why he's the longest reigning champion in BCW history. I, I, you know, he's got a similar style as, as that, but you know, he's not boring. He's far from boring. He's got a slower style, but he, he brings you in. Randy Orton also has a slower style and brings you in because they have character work. Timothy Thatcher is just a wrestler. He's someone, he's a very talented wrestler. Don't get me wrong, right. but there's nothing else to it. That's just where it ends right there. Nothing brings me into that match. Damian Priest, I honestly, like, listen, he's got a cool look. He, he's talented Very in the ring, cool. but like, what's that? Very cool look. Like, this guy's awesome. Very cool look. I, I just feel like, personally, there is just something missing for me. For me. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I want to see Damian Priest hit that next level. Oh, he's going there. I, I, he has I, potential. I, 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 he does have potential. I am not taking anything away from him. I, I just feel like it's not there yet. I don't necessarily know if it's the rivalry. Uh, I don't even. I'm not even really calling call it much of a rivalry, but it, it, the the matches that he's been having, I don't know what it is. 
Um, but like, you know, he, he, he's got another level of hit before I'm like all in on Damian Priest. But, you know, we're comparing me and events here. I, I have to go with overall the storyline, the action, uh, the commentary, all, all in on AEW Dynamite. That main event I thought stole the show. Let's move on, Mark. We'll be here all night talking about this. My takedowns. I have two of them real quick. Braun Strowman on Raw Underground. I don't know how I feel about this. On one hand, it seems like a perfect fit for him. On the other, he's been weeks, maybe almost months now, showcasing these people, building his brand, building these guys up, for him just to come in and squash everybody? I don't know how I feel about Braun Strowman on Raw Underground. you have any thoughts on this? I was really surprised. Was also, first of all, he was on SmackDown. Is he, is he traded? Braun Strowman... No, no, he wasn't traded. Obviously, it was, a, it was an invitational. But Braun Strowman, listen, I, I, I've been turned off of Braun Strowman ever since he said what he said in the beginning of the pandemic about the Indies. You know, I, I took refresh, that a certain way. Refresh people's minds. I don't remember what he said. Uh, Braun Strowman, uh, I'm gonna, just going to paraphrase here. Basically, it was like in the very beginning of this pandemic, you know, obviously, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their bookings, especially during WrestleMania week. It was a very hard yeah. week, for, especially for indie wrestling. Uh, but you know, Braun Strowman wanted to see on his Twitter, like, "Hey, listen, if you, if, you know, if, if you can't afford to do this, and maybe you need to find something else to do." He, he was very uncaring about that because he never went to the Indies. Oh, he, I don't remember this. He, he, he uh, I, I, listen, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember word for word what he said, but it was along those lines, basically just like you know, showing no empathy mm-hmm. uh, for you know the people busting their backs day in and day out, you know, working these shows, relying on these bookings. And for a guy that, you know, never had to work in indie before in his life, you know, that, that you know, he was a power lifter, uh, was a, a strong man, a strong, strong man, man a competitor. Yeah, it was whatever it is. And, you know, obviously he was getting paid for that. And, you know, WWE liked his look. And lo and behold, he went to the Performance Center and he never really had to struggle the way an indie wrestler would have to struggle. You know, so that rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, so... And then, like, you know, of course, you know, him getting pushed into that main event, winning the championship at WrestleMania, it, you know, it, it, it set me off with him. Um, I've never been a fan of him. But. So I'm like, I, I'm. You've never. I've never, you've been, a never fan. been a fan of Braun Strowman. I've totally been. I never bought into him at all. So if you want to say anything bad about him, it's fine. That's what I'm saying. This, I kind of see fitting him and fucking about Dabo, well, Dabo Kato, like the same size as Braun Strowman. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Well, listen. The, but then the you're squashing everybody. You're squashing everybody. You showcase them all. So it's like it's like glass half full here. You have six of one, half dozen. To touch what you were saying, uh, you know, go, going in that, going full circle. I actually think Raw Underground does fit Braun Strowman. Yeah, it does. I'm saying it, it does fit him on one yeah. hand, but then you're squashing everybody on the other hand. So I don't know how I feel about. It. So I'm asking you. I'm torn here. I don't know how to feel about this. I, I think it works because you know, listen, the, the, the man is. Uh, he's a man beast. You, know, you look at the size of him, and it's believable, especially after going along with the, the gimmick. Uh, what happened with uh, his rivalry with the Fiend? He's on a different level of, you know, of a badass. <laughs> does does Dabo Kato have to win here? Because if, if Ron Strowman wins, then he's beating everybody and Raw on the ground. I think there should be no winner in that one. I think it goes down to you just tearing that whole place apart. Okay. I like to see that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think it's just nothing but chaos, nothing but mayhem, no clear winner. Like, listen, both men. Like, that's ratings right there. There doesn't have to be a rating. You just want to just see two men fuck each other up and fuck everything else up around them. Oh, watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, two quick points before on impact before we move. I feel like we have to bring this up. 
Talking about it last week, came full circle this week on that main event, the four-man tag team match, just showcasing Impact making a case as they have one of the best tag team divisions in wrestling right now. Great main event. Secondly, uh, I like how Impact always makes fun of themselves, always willing to have a fun inside joke. They know their audience is not stupid. Did you watch Impact when Moose was watched that video by EC3, who stole his championship? Remember that? EC3 still has the Impact yes. TNA World Championship. So someone stole his title, so he decided to make a phone call to the Demo God. He called the Demo God Chris Jericho. He said, the Demo God, this is the wrestling God. And um, remember when you won the belt and it got stolen right away? Like, how'd you handle that? <laughs> oh, okay, really? All right, great. Great, thanks for the advice. Great answer. I'm going to hang Before he hangs up, thanks for the advice. Next time, the bubbly's on me. So we know he's talking to Chris Jericho here. It was just right. nice little, like, they, they know nobody just watched Impact. Like WWE thinks people just watch WWE. Nobody just watched Impact. So it's funny right. how they, they're, not, they're, they're never afraid to open up, like, yeah, make those little jokes, inside jokes, a little. I thought it was, like, very comical. Well done. That, that was well done. I, you know, touching on Impact, there's little subtle things I do enjoy. Subtle. In That's the word I was looking for. And, Thank and, you. And, and the one thing that really stood out to me throughout the whole Impact show, I have to say, was Sue Young. Or Susie, you know. The, the, I've been wanting to talk about it for weeks now. Moment. Yeah, go for it. Those slight little moments where it looked like Sue Young is coming back weeks uh, now. for weeks now, but you really saw it this past week. It's uh, it's coming soon, it's man, coming. and I, and I can't wait. Like you know, I I've seen some clips of Sue Young. Uh, I I've only started watching Impact when she was Susie. Uh, I, oh yeah, that's right. I, sh- I shared I shared a locker room with Sue Young in BCW. Uh, but you know, I, I never really got to enjoy it as a viewer um, oh, man. watching it live. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see this. Even the last episode of Russell House, when there was a disagreement, she had uh, was it the Deaners or Triple XL in her room, and she comes out with blood on all of her hands. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're in for a chief. Never saw so young. I'm surprised. It's it, it's amazing. Can't wait. Well, I love, I love not, how they're like, doing you know, it. It's I, a slow build. I, I know the legacy. I, 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 I'm aware of Sue Young. I, I just, I'm really excited to see the character come back. And uh, yeah, listen, I, 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 you've turned me into an Impact fan, buddy. Awesome. I have to say, thank you. And they're doing a good job with the storytelling. They're doing a good job of like sprinkling little Easter eggs and nuggets along the way, and keeping you, uh, keeping you invested every week. I think I told this story in the show before, but. Talking about Sue Young and uh, Susie, when she was at BCW, we did that. We covered that show here on the show, and afterwards, she was out hanging out with everybody. So here he is. Here she is, the undead bride, full makeup, full costume, having a casual conversation with me and Green Man, like we were no, like every they people. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'll help you. She'll help him with the chairs, help him with the tables. I'm like, who the who the hell are you? It was it was just blew my mind. <laughs> the dichotomy. She's Susie. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But yeah. Uh, it's coming. Uh, it's Bound for Glory is coming as well, Mark. So next couple weeks, I'm assuming it's coming sooner rather than later. I'm assuming you'll see her back. You, at, have, back a, Glory. you have a sparkle in your eye, my man. Oh, because now I didn't know you now, knew about Sue Young. You're in for a treat. What, what happens though? Does she? Does she go against Kylie Ray? Do they still team up? I don't know, Mark. I don't know. Did you know where Susie came from? Right. Sue Young. Was, no, I actually Sue Young know. was Sue Young was murdered. She was hung. So she was dead. Okay. She was dead. They, we saw her death on Impact. And at the end of the episode, she's in the hospital, and she just pops up and gasps for air. 
Next we know Susie's here. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Oh man, I can't wait. Now you got me hyped up, Mark. Can't wait, Mark. I <laughs> know, dude. You have me hyped up. Let's go. Well, we're hyped, Mark. Let's get into this week's three count. Woo! It's time for the three count. All right, Mark. Time for the first three count of season five. Woo! Now, when I first thought of the three count back in season four, this topic was the first thing that came to mind. I remember last year we had trouble thinking of a topic. I'm like, how about entrance songs? You're like, you just really, really, you really want to do entrance songs, don't you? I'm like, no, because I have like 20 of them to think of. But this week we're doing entrance music. And so this week we have the top 23, because I can't narrow it down to three. I don't know how you did it, Mark. I did mine pretty fast. I have a feeling like, we'll, we'll, we're going to be re- revisiting this topic later on this season. Maybe different eras, maybe different genres. We're definitely coming back I'm to I'm down to different eras. But right we're now, just like, you know, we're doing yeah, entrance. We're going music. all throughout history. Of favorite entrances dude like yeah we could really narrow this down for eric because there, there's just so many to name here uh, i, I easily thought of 12 three i easily thought of 12 oh, God. I right during our break i was just like looking at it i was like Ugh. yeah so somehow we're going to do the top three i'm curious to see how your ideology of how you picked it because for me i picked legit songs like songs i would download songs i would listen to songs that i could jam out to great songs but you know, Stone Cold wasn't really a song. It was music, but it was like, it was an awesome song. Yeah. Did you pick that? Uh, it's, uh, we could be here all fucking night. I, we, might, we, we might be Mark. <laughs> number three, take it away. All right. So number three, again, these are all tough, man, but I am going to go with Hollywood Hogan's Voodoo Child. <laughs> Dude, the beginning of the song, the little guitar riff in there, it just gets me hyped up. Yeah, like, it just—it's just such a fitting song for that character, for for the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It, it, it kind of fit the NWO vibe, but it made him stand out that much more. And, and the fact that he got the rights to Jimi Hendrix <laughs> to use that. And, and yep. Now, anytime, anytime I hear a song, it was a, it was one of the most popular songs by by Jimi Hendrix. Now, anytime I hear a song of Voodoo Child, I don't think of Jimi Hendrix. I think of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That's how damn good that entrance is. And it goes along like he was when he had the championship belt too, just like yeah. playing the guitar on it. It's just oh my god, dude, so cool. NWO was always cool, but this put it over the top. Wow, of all theme songs, Hulk Hogan and NWO, amazing. I mean, dude, I, if you could just use the NWO theme in there as, as, as like a, as a top theme, because again, cool music, man, it goes a long way. The Voodoo Child, I, I just like the fact it made Hogan stand out amongst the rest. So my top three was very interchangeable. Like I had like different ones. And finally, I had a top three, and I had to bump my third one because I forgot about this theme song, Batista. I walk alone. <laughs>
I'm surprised it's not number one. What a what a what a song. Not only like a great song to listen to, but as an entrance music, she gets you pumped up. Like, yeah, let's do this. I just, oh man. And what's such fitting of Batista? It was fucking badass. What a, it should be my number one. What damn it? Why did I pick number three? <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Are you okay? No, I'm not picking okay. him number three. The oh, biggest man. Batista fan in the world. Great. By great, the way, great song. Side note: Finally saw Stuber. Oh, amazing! Right? Not really. No, not really? really amazing. I gave it like a five out of ten. Really? You're the first person I heard that from. Everyone I've heard about it loved it. It was okay. All right. Well, you're you have horrible tasting music uh, movies apparently. His theme song is better in the movie. No, Stuber is amazing. Everybody who's seen it had nothing but high praise. <laughs> oh, so you, so you like you like Stuber better than his entrance music? You know, I, I I walk alone. It's two different genres. Why would I? They're not even competing with each other. That's stupid. That's stupid. Like, do you like Citizen Kane or do you like the uh, Mozart's Fifth Symphony? I like Mozart's Fifth. Yeah, you have, you have no class. You probably didn't even stay even see Citizen Kane. How you call yourself an actor and not see Citizen Kane? I saw Citizen Way Kane. off topic. Number two, Mark. Okay. <laughs> so my number two, probably one of my favorite theme songs of all time. I I, I, I get why he changed it, but I'm going to go with Randy Orton, Burning My Life. Listen to that song, and how do you not rock out to it, man? Oh, true. I, I just think it, I think it's just such a cool theme song. I, when I created myself in, in wrestling games, like I use this theme yeah. song because you know, it, it's just so catchy. I, it was one of the probably one of the first songs I would just like listen to over and over again, just jamming out in my car or whatever. And, and just like, and non wrestling fans are listening, I'm like, oh, oh, that's a cool song. Yep. What was that? That makes a great entrance music. You know, it, yeah. yeah, it makes a great catchy intro music. Again, I understand why why he changed it to voices. It fits his character so much better. Yeah, much. Uh, I, I even understand that Randy Orton wasn't necessarily a fan of this song. Really, he didn't necessarily fit his style, uh, which is one of the reasons why they changed it to voices. But burn my light. If they ever recycle it, if I ever go into WWE, please, I, I, I will volunteer. If they if they want to reuse a song one day, burn my light. Just a kick ass song. And they do reuse songs. I'm surprised they haven't used this one because it a great great song like didn't they use it for cm punk for a little bit like when i think he, once or twice before they changed it um like, we, like cm punk like first first yeah i am was one of those wrestling nerds who bought all the wrestling albums when they came out and that was one of the songs i listened to over and over again because that song was just phenomenal hey, yeah. and then he, he hits that pose you, just, the RKO pose the pose and then like the the, the, the pyro of, yeah. like just came Ah, uh, it no. just fits so well. Amazing, great number two. I feel like that helped put Orton over as well. Absolutely, it was just great pairing, great song. Yeah, my number two was from a man. We could do a three count on theme songs alone. Triple H, mm. the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! 
Again, a song when it came out, I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is this song? Like, you, you can't help but bob your head to it. Like, you can't help but, like, sing along to it. You can't help yeah, but download we, it and rock out. You're right. We we do a, a top three on Triple H themes alone. Like, <laughs> easily. It's amazing. Oh, man. But that just song, like, of course, was... Uh, when he became the game, the song just fit perfectly with his character. The badass that he was... I could just, I'm still bobbing my head to it. I'm still stuck in my head. It's great. <laughs> Which led to like so many iconic entrances for him at WrestleMania. Absolutely, Mark. Oh my God. It's great. Oh, I, I just can't talk enough about the and game. Then, of course, Motorhead. I, 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 you can't say enough about them. I'm like, who the hell's, who the hell's Motorhead? And then well, I, found... I, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Then I, see this, I like, feel like that. Oh, old guy singing his theme song at WrestleMania. I'm like, what the fuck's this? But then I Motorhead's signed... been around for a long time. Yeah. Then a couple years later, you got the King of Kings. I'm like, oh my God. This band kicks like ass. You have, a whole new, you have a whole generation of new fans for Motorhead be, just because of Triple H alone. Damn well they know it. How much money but they totally. probably made off of them? Oh my God. Oh my God. They probably relaunched their career. I don't know much about the hard rock metal genre, but that definitely had to launch them into a new stratosphere with that their partnership with WWE. Oh, totally. 1,000%. Mark, time for number one. Time for number one. I am following off your lead here. I am going with a Triple H song, but it's not the game. It's my time. Is this on? (laughs) Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H. The beginning of that song, man, just gives me chills wow, wow. whenever I okay, hear it. Okay, good, but yeah. One, two. One, two. Is this song? <laughs> like, dude, I, 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 I guess the game is a great song. King of Kings, great song. DX. I mean, all these are all great themes, but. I feel like nothing tops this theme right here. It, it, during that time of, of, of uh, when he was part of the corporation and, and you know, just he, he was a he was a badass. I mean, he was getting away from the whole DX, you know, like suck a gimmick and everything. It, it was just a whole different level of Triple H. It was his time, and it just fit so well for him. And again, if you want to talk about catchy songs? Like it's. It's stuck in my head right now. After you just played it, it's just like it's in my head right now. Wasn't it our time when he was with China, and then when they broke up, it was my time. They changed it. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I remember him in China. Like it's our time. Then when they broke up, it was like it's my time. No, you know one of the lyrics. It's I think towards the end it goes, "It's our time," but I think the name of the song is "My Time." Whatever. But I, I mean, so. again, just going back to what we said about Triple H, it's theme songs. He knows a, how to pick him. There's a Hall he of Fame of theme songs. Triple H is definitely number one. Amazing. Like he, he, he definitely understands like you know character evolution. You know, you look at it, the, the themes uh, all across his career. It, it definitely, it definitely helped transcend his evolution and, and make him a better character along the way. Absolutely. And yeah, it's just, theme songs are a big part of that. Yeah, and like he could have stuck with my time all throughout his career, and he would have been fine. Yep. But it, it. it it just helped 
it just helped him set to another level to stand apart from everyone. At one point, he had two themes at the same time. Yeah. King of Kings in, in, in the game. I remember how they, I remember he blended them together. It was uh, this guy. Yeah. Amazing. Again, we talk about all night about Triple H theme songs. Smart man. Smart man. He really knows how to pick the man. But yeah, my time stands apart from the rest, man. Like, oh, so good. I want to listen to it again. Do you hear that? What? What's that noise? Greatness. Evolution. My number one. Oh man, how do you not love this song? Holy crap! Talk about it all the time. And another Triple H one right there. Absolutely. (laughs) So my top three, my third was going to be Shane McMahon, right? Because that's one of my favorite theme songs of all time. Really, Shane? Absolutely. Here comes the money. One of the best songs of all time. And then I'm looking for songs, and I, I get oh my god, Batista. I forgot about Batista, so I put that on my list. And then I realized I put Batista. Triple H and Evolution make it all like a nice little theme, nice wrap it up, nice little bow. <laughs> Listen, when, the moment you said Batista was your three, I had a feeling this was going to be your number one. Well, I t- kind of gave it away by wearing my Evolution shirt. Um, mm, true. It's just one of those, again, song, take away wrestling out of it. It's on my iPod, iPhone, whatever you want to call it these days. And uh, yeah, that's something I can listen to. It's on, my, it's, on, it's on my short list of wedding music themes, entrances. It was just, I can't. Not tell you enough how awesome the song is. I gotta say, I grew all up listening six to this of song. these songs, like you take wrestling out of it, yeah, they stand alone as fantastic songs. It's great. I mean, I just can't really even verbalize Evolution's theme song. It's just amazing. <laughs> but again, we're Dude, missing we're I missing so many of them. Just, yeah, we we just completely narrowed it down. Like I feel like like I'm, I'm like snubbing out here. Like one of my favorite songs, it's actually my ringtone still, is CM Punk's Living Color. It's called The Personality. That's a, that's a rare occurrence because that was a top charting song beforehand. Yeah. And he just made it his own too. It was like, one of my honorable mentions that I just had to bring up because I know nobody knows the song. Nobody probably remembers the wrestlers. But they say you get your musical influences from your parents. My father was big into uh, the oldies and doo-wop. Mm-hmm. So when I heard... Another song I can listen to over and over and over again. Deuce and Domino. Are you, the moment you said that, I was like, are you really going to say Deuce and Domino? Right just one of those songs i can sing to you verbatim that's how often i listen to this song that's amazing because it's one of those songs like yeah just casually just like oh man it's such a relaxing you need to like, unwinding song we need to tweet that to them <laughs> yeah right absolutely please oh my god you just heard it it was amazing that's the hit all day <laughs> that's fantastic man but, but then again yeah, side I note i kind of feel dirty not including edge metalingus like what an iconic song that was. There's so many songs we haven't picked. That's why we have to revisit this topic later in the season. DX. Oh, man. 
and um, Stone Cold Undertaker. You know, there's no lyrics Shawn during Michaels. song songs. Shawn Michaels. Ministry of Darkness, I thought was like the, one of the most badass songs out there. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Honky Tonk Flair. Man, Ric Flair. Oh my God, we can be here all night. So how we did it? Top three. Don't know, Mark, but we fucking did it. We did the impossible, Marcus. Good job. Or any of Chris Jericho's. Yeah, I just heard Judas today, randomly on like a. Dude, uh, how a awesome is that song? <laughs> and I heard that song. I heard it was a good song. Like when he does it, but I can't really hear it too well. I, li- I like Fozzie. I like some of their songs, and the, the crowd sings it back, takes away from it a little bit from here, hearing the song. So I'm in work doing something, and all of a sudden I hear a song. I'm like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's fucking Judas by Fozzie. I'm like, and I start rocking out, like, Judas in, Judas. Like, oh my God, this is great. So it's, like, it's kind of funny how we're fitting them today, and we're doing theme songs. Yeah. Dude, he, he, Chris Jericho's another going. I think one of the better themes in WWE right now is Aleister Black. I love his theme. That gets me going. I can't recall that one right now. That's because he, I feel like they haven't played it in a bit. Yeah, probably not. But it is a good one. It, it gets me, it gets me pumped up, man. Especially like when I'm working out. Really, Alistair Black. I got to go back and listen to that one then, because I don't, I can't. Gun on my head, couldn't think of it for the life of me. Oh, oh man, we can go on all day long with this. And so far, I think we have. So let's cut it there, Mark. Let us know your top three if you can narrow it down at all. Inbox at shoutoutwrestling.com, dial it up, 619-343-3005, where the conversation never ends on our social medias, at Shot of Wrestling. Can't wait to hear some of the uh, answers we get, Mark. It's going to be crazy. There's, so, again, so many to choose from. I feel like there's no wrong answer. What's the worst theme song? That's another top that we can do. Save that for a couple weeks. <laughs> put, that, put that in your back pocket. We'll, we'll come back to that one in a couple weeks. Saved. All right, Mark, it's time for some go-home thoughts. Take it away. Uh, does that have to be wrestling-related? Because uh, Well, last week I, I wasn't. I, I want to talk. What you bring up last week? Uh, like a TV show? Oh, Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai, yeah. It yeah. Be, yeah, it could be anything you want. What's up with the Jets? Dude. Time for like, my go-home thought. Time this... for my go-home thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Did they get the memo the season started? Like, it, 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 they look... They look worse than a high school football team. No, they look worse than a peewee football team. It was. It, it's just been... I, and I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I, I knew they were going to have a shitty year. It's just, I, I'm just so disgruntled. I, it's been 10 years of losing and losing and losing. And it's the same old shit. We have a shitty head coach and we have an even worse owner. And I'm sick of it. Shitty head coach. I know. He's miserable. Yeah. Like the dude should not have a job in the NFL or even be remotely near football. He can, but like an assistant somewhere. Learn again. I, I I I can't see him being an assistant. I can't. How's your fo- how's your fancy football team doing? Not to the best start. I mean, first week I got completely blown out. Jesus. Uh, so Jimmy J is in my league. So before the season even started, I traded Nick Chubb for Joe Mixon straight up. Right now, I am regretting that decision. <laughs> wow. I don't miss yeah. fancy football. I thought I would, but like last year was stress free. It makes the other games more exciting, but like so much less stress. I, I, dude, I love fantasy football. I did too, but I just, like more because I was playing with people, which is the reason I didn't join your league because I would do it like once a week. But guys, check it every single day. I'm like, I, I can't keep up with you guys. I check it every single day. Yeah, so awesome. Long season for the Jets. Dolphins, uh, Dolphins didn't well, look this that. Is why I love, this is why I love fantasy football because you know you're just a distraction from like how miserable my yeah, life but, is. But, but when your fantasy football team sucks too, it's, it's the worst. Oh, it been, it is the there worst. Too. 
right now I'm getting, not getting off to the best of starts, but uh, we'll bounce back. Dolphins lost, but they didn't look too bad from what I heard because I couldn't watch the game because I don't have that red zone thing. But um, it's going to be a long season for they both of us, Mark. They put up a they good fight. A fight. Yeah, they came back. The but still the fucking Patriots. You know the Patriots are still going to win the league, uh, the division. But now they definitely will. Fucking Cam Newton running for two touchdowns. What the fuck? Yeah, I know, right? Fucking Patriots. And they find a way, man. They find a way. And I hear grumblings about Allen Robinson possibly being traded. Won't be surprised if he goes to New England. Or maybe even Odell being traded. You know, something's going to happen. They're going to get themselves a, a playmaker in that team. And they're going to be set. How about Tom Brady, huh? Tom Brady. I mean, again, I mean, we're going based off of coach one right now. You ain't used to that. He, he well, that listen, man. Listen, they're playing Carolina. Uh, again, you know, the, the game probably already happened by the time the show airs. But you know, Tom Brady, apparently he's laser focused. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how he bounces back in week two. Brady, Breeze. It's like one of the highest rating football games in like years. It's amazing. Everyone wanted to see that. It, oh, it was great to see, man. It, it really was. So we've been doing the show for several years now, and we kept getting bigger and bigger. We're growing, Mark. We're growing. Hell yeah. I got an email a couple of days ago, I think two days ago, from Amazon Music saying that they now are going to be streaming podcasts. Sweet. Find out today. We're on there. So Shot of Wrestling now on Amazon Music. Search for a Shot of Wrestling. No way. We are just crushing it, my man. So that's Podbean. Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, whatever apps there are on the Android devices. Uh, we're, uh, we're amazing, Mark. We're going bigger and better. Season 5, starting out with a bang. Apparently, wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to us. There's no excuse. There is none. So, hop on the bandwagon now. We have a great season lined up, especially when we visit our top three again. We've got so, so many songs to pick now. Oh, my God. <laughs> But anyway, Mark, that's all I got for this week. Good show. We had fun this week. Cheers to that, my man. Cheers to that. And cheers. Next week, sadly, I won't be around. Cheers to that. Can't wait. So make sure you tune in. Schwan Free. Schwan Free. Who will I be talking to next week? Tune in to find out. I'm very curious. Again, who do you want me to talk to? Open it up to the fans again. Why? Why why would you? Because you're not going to listen to them anyway. I always listen to my fans. Please. I'm the only person here. Actually, well, has fans. So, in closing, for your favorite actor, dot org, whatever your website is. What? No. Your favorite actor dot com. I was close. That's my website. I was close. I am not a dot org. I pay good money to have a dot com. Make sure you check out AJ Pan on his social media. He's always killing it there. Shout out to AJ Pan, Governor of BCW. Oh, stop. I have been stop your host at Michael J. Party. Again, RIP RBG. Until next week, party out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>